bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Because that's the kind of day I'm having. Exactly those last, what, 15 seconds of just circling the drain is exactly how I feel. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212. I quit. (laughs) Oh, I ruined my... I was trying to be unhappy. I still got a runny nose. But I got a question. I have a very important question. Why is it people think that what they want is more important than anything or anybody else? Like, I don't, I don't really understand that. Like, why, why is it everybody thinks what they need is actually more important than what anybody else needs and that you should just stop and acquiesce and give people whatever the heck they want? I don't understand that. And the reason I don't understand it is because once many people get what they want, and I know I'm generalizing, but most people, most people, when they get what they want, they're nowhere to be found. And I wonder about that. Everybody wants something, but they only just want what they want. They don't want to give anything. They don't want to help with anything. 
They don't want to share anything. But yet when it comes down to needing something, relentless to get what they want. I have a problem with that. And so what I've started to do is I've started cutting off those How do I phrase it? I started cutting off those people who have decided that everything that they need is for them. The kind of day that I'm having today is just ridiculous. Everything, every single thing that I've done all day has failed. Like literally every single thing. The computers have failed. Conversations have failed. My computer just took a glitch, reset, and had to read back, re-log on to the Wi-Fi. Like why? And so it's not the little things that bother me about people, Right. It's the consistently small things that bother me about people that do it over and over and over. And then finally, you just have to stop and go, what are you doing? Like, why are you bothering me with this? Why are you telling me I need this? Explain it and be done. So I have to figure out a way how to approach people so that I can be approached the same way. I have to figure that out. I have people telling other people, oh, he's difficult. You know, he's, he's abrasive. He's like other people actually telling other people so that when I see people and they look at me, they have this look on their face like they know something that I don't know. And, it, and it's unfortunate because it stops you from doing your job and it stops you from supporting people where they need support. And then you, you what? You become insular. <laughs> and then you become, you turn inward. And then you only start to think about yourself and nobody else. And I think that's where we've come. I say all this because I saw a note today that said, That the national debt is at $31 trillion. That means you would need 31 companies the size of Amazon, Apple, and, well, I guess you wouldn't need 31. I guess you'd need about, I don't know, 28 companies the size of Amazon, Apple, and Microsoft worth a trillion dollars so that you could actually pay so that you could actually pay down the debt. When I was growing up back in the olden days of horse buggies and whips. Wow. DZ didn't even laugh. (laughs) 
Oh, because you believe it? Oh, wow. So when I was growing up, the national debt, when I was born, was $286 billion. We know people that are worth $286 billion. And so I say that because we've become so selfish that now it's starting to tick into generational wealth and tear it down and causing my grandchildren and great-grandchildren never to be able to do the things that they want to do in order to be prosperous because they have to sit here and pay taxes to pay off debt that people made. You know, somebody said something interesting. I was talking on the phone today about the $31 trillion and I said, is, is this going to cause the stock market to crash? And they said, no. Then I was talking to somebody who's in the financial services industry. He said, but you always know because the people always know that when you have a Democrat in office, debt goes up because they spend a lot of money. But then how do you get out of this? And he said, really, you can't. And I said, that doesn't make any sense to me. But then I thought about it. All the things that happened to me today, all the failures that happened to me today, all the things that have gone on with me today, the, the, the computer failures and the software failures and the Wi-Fi failures and the people conversation failures and emails and on and on and on, because everybody thinks their importance is more important than everybody else. And then I found myself doing the same thing they do. What about me? And I started talking about I, I, I instead of we, we, we. And if you speak French, no, I don't mean yes, yes, yes. I saw you laugh already. But in the end, I had to take a good look at myself and I had to, Take a good look at the people that are in my circle that I see every day. And I had to come to a conclusion. I had to come to a reckoning of sorts. And one of the things I had to come to the realization about is something that did not make me happy. And one of the reasons it didn't make me happy is because I had to think about me. I had to think about how I act, what I say, what I do. And so I couldn't apply it to anybody else before I apply it to me. And so as I'm having these conversations and I'm sitting around all day and from this morning and this afternoon and Noontime and lunch and all the all these conversations, it just it just dawns on me as if by osmosis I had to tell myself and realize it's sad, but people are selfish. And that is Dr. Ken's truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
to the things that'll bring the trauma. Overseas, yeah, we trying to stop terrorism, but we still got terrorists here living in the USA, the big CIA, the Bloods and the Crips and the KKK. But if you only have love for your own race, then you only leave space to discriminate, and to discriminate only generates hate. And when you hate, then you're bound to get irate. Madness is what you demonstrate, and that's exactly how anger works and operates. Man, you gotta have love just to set it straight. Take control of your mind and meditate. Let your soul gravitate to the love, y'all. People y'all. killing, people dying, children hurt and you hear them crying. When you practice what you preach, and what you turn the other cheek. Father, 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 help us send some guidance from above. These people got me, got me questioning. I couldn't help myself. I had to play the whole song. 833-212-1017 is the number. I got some technical stuff going on. I got somebody fixing it. You know, one of them big wig. I was going to say big brain people, but, you know, then it might go to his head. I see one of them big brain computer people. Thank you, by the way. I appreciate it. Oh, you're not going to talk now? Okay. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. I was just trying to get you to a place where you can live an uncommon life in a common world. That's why Concordia University, we offer more than a degree. We help students learn fully in mind, body, and spirit, along with unparalleled academic programs. Concordia University provides a variety of campus ministries, athletics, and a campus life set on building real world relationships that will last a lifetime. Find out more, schedule a campus visit today. CUW.edu. Concordia University. Live uncommon. And I, of course, that's my alma mater, and I went to school there. Hey, I'm excited because coming up in the five o'clock hour, I have 
the president and CEO of Greater Milwaukee Urban League. So we'll have that uh, interview with Dr. Eve Hall coming up. So we'll have a great time. I'm looking forward to it. Black and White Ball is coming up, I think, November 5th. And talk about all the things that the that the uh, talk about all the things that the uh, Urban League is doing in the city of Milwaukee and the Urban League Guild and you know young professionals and all that stuff. So we'll talk about all that. Wait, wait, wait! Is this right? Really? Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I don't know if I want to read this. This got to do with Sherwin. I don't read stuff about Sherwin. Does Sherwin read stuff about me? (laughs) Wow, that was mean. That was mean. I like that. But that was mean. Um, Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley joins the truth with Sherwin Hughes tomorrow at 1130 a.m. to provide important updates on the state of Milwaukee County. Again, that's Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley on The Truth with Sherwin Hughes tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. That's probably about as good as we're going to get it. What about dynamic contrast? No, can't do it. Why not? So I'm trying to get my computer screens to look like they mean something. Like there's this gray haze across the screens, right? And I'm like, what is that? And so then the folks from, from the... You know, the computer people came in and said, shut up, look at the screen, use both eyes like you're supposed to, and that's it. And he said, I don't want to hear nothing else out of you. Well, if I'm a lie, I'm a lie big, right? He came in and tried to help me and fix the screen. But that doesn't sound better than you slapped me around and told me to shut up and this it's your screen and you in charge of computers and that's it, right? That's good. Didn't he, DZ? Didn't he? Didn't he? See, I even got the dang. See that? Just smack me around. Say, you look at that computer. You read the talking text line. And if you don't like it, I don't care. And then this is what he did. Started whooping up on me and I had to put him in a headlock. That lasted like, I don't know, like a second and a half. And then, you know, it was just over from there. Were you even born in 1970? You got a Milwaukee's 1970s Brewers Brew Crew. Were you even born in 1970? It's only retro because it says 1970, but if I put 19, if I put 2023 on it, it it wouldn't be retro. So I don't really. Where's my hat at? Did I bring my hat in? I hope I didn't leave my hat upstairs. I got the same logo. Well, a different one, an updated one. <sighs> Can't take him nowhere. 833-212-1017 is the number. The news was quite interesting today. Um, I've seen some very uh, um, interesting things. So has anybody been following the Waukesha Parade trial with Daryl Brooks? If you've been following it and you have comments on it, let me know. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm interested in learning exactly what's going on because I'm 
I'm not convinced that he's of his right mind. They're still doing jury selection. He's representing himself. Six counts of first-degree intentional homicide. A jury wasn't selected yesterday because he kept interrupting and he got removed and removed. But then shortly after lunch break today, got removed again. WISN reporter Hillary Mintz said Brooks kept repeating the same question to Judge Jennifer Doreau. Her name and what are claims against him. Doreau didn't answer but noted his objections and advised him to consult with an attorney if he doesn't understand the law. The jury is expected to be chosen by the end of the day. Jury selection will not be live streamed. After the jury is seated, district attorney will deliver opening remarks, and then Brooks will have his turn. And I wonder, will he be thrown out? The judge had more than 300 potential witnesses to find out if the juries have any conflicts of interest. There'll be 12 jurors and four alternates. So they need 16 people out of all the people. Now, here's my question. Do you think Daryl Brooks can get a fair trial in Waukesha County? 833-212-1017. I want to know, you have a black man who committed a, a, is an alleged heinous crime in Waukesha. Because remember, depending on who commits the crime, it's alleged when the person looks a certain way and they're guilty when they look another way. So I'm just playing the odds. I don't think he can get a fair trial in Waukesha. I don't know if I trust the people to not be biased. I think it should have been moved to Milwaukee County where he has a jury of his peers to Racine County or Kenosha County where he, I I believe he would have had a jury of his peers. Something that heinous, you can't have a jury. Who was it? Jacob Blake in Kenosha County? Had they had a trial for Jacob Blake with all the shooting and him getting shot and all that and the subsequent Kyle Rittenhouse shootings and all that, I would not have held that trial in Kenosha. Today, I'm beginning to realize I don't know if I trust the criminal justice system and the people in it to be unbiased because I think the people in it is the problem that we have. The people in the system. And by the way, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, The people in the system are what scares me. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. We want to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. We're proud to be supported by a law firm who's made such a positive impact in our community. So if you or a loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Offices a call. One call, that's all. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
jail. The prison band was there, they began to wail. The band was jumping and the joint began to swing. You should have heard this knocked out jailbird sing that rock. Everybody let it rock. Everybody in old cell block was dancing to the jailhouse rock. So, DZ, you gotta go, man. Don't ever play Elvis Presley on my show again, or I will personally walk away and never come back. <laughs> he was like, okay. Like, no, I'm leaving. You stay. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like, um, who's, who's the two guys? Sundance, right? We'll just be on the hook. You don't even know. When, Butch Cassidy and Sundance, you don't know if he got shot. And died as he rode away on his horse? Or did he just ride away in the sunset? It's not going to matter because I'm going to just walk away. He just walked away from the avenue. And 833-212-1017 is the number. Tom, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you, sir? Good. Uh, I'm from Waukesha. And my personal feeling on this is it doesn't matter where he goes to trial. If he goes to trial in Milwaukee, he did bad there, too. He ran over somebody there. If he goes anywhere, it doesn't matter. What matters is is his his story for doing this. You know his his you know his reason behind why this happens. And if he can come up with a legitimate reason of why this happened, then he stands a chance. Other than that, I don't think it matters. I don't agree with you. I think I think that many people trust the system because the system works for them, but many times. Um, we, we, and, and I'm not a proponent of this whole, um, the whole big deal of mass incarceration. My issue is once you're convicted, how much time do you get? Is it commiserate with other people who've done the same thing? And so I don't, I, my understanding of it, well, I'm sorry, go on, go, go ahead. Let me let you finish. Well, going to court is his time to speak and, and our time to listen. That's, that's, you know. And that's that's what's going to happen. It's our it's our turn to listen to his reason. But you and I both so, know that the court's not going to listen to him, and they're not going to take him seriously. And and can you say with a firm and steadfast resolution that a black man in a predominantly white area, or a white guy in a predominantly black area, there might be some bias built in? when it comes to them receiving a fair shake in a trial? I personally don't think it's going to matter. Um, well, most people I mean, always it, say that. They always say it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I know. I, I personally don't think it's going to matter yet. Um, you know, if... If he feels it would, mm-hmm. I suggest that that's what he looks for. But at, at the same time, I, I personally don't think, you know, mm-hmm. he obviously has a lot against him right now. And, um, you know, it, it's going to p- depend on his jury. Um, I think he would stand a better chance if he asked for an all-black jury, you know, if that's the way you feel. So you know what I mean, he could he could. Being a Waukesha, but doesn't court, that, but doesn't that, but doesn't year. that support the argument that white people will have a different take on it? No, but I'm saying, you know, or, or are you saying that feels, black people are are so sympathetic that they'll let somebody who's guilty off because they're black? No, 
No, but I'm I'm just saying, or or make make his his jury fifty fifty. You know, make. Would make you consider making a white person's yes. jury fifty fifty? Yes, you would. So yes. why didn't that happen with the Slenderman girls out in Waukesha County that I sat and watched? Not only prosecutors and cops, but I watched mm-hmm. an entire system turn itself upside down and twist itself into a way so that they can make sure these girls get into a mental health facility and not jail. Mm-hmm. And everybody was okay with it. Yeah, Everybody was okay yeah. with it. This girl stabbed somebody. The fact that you were able in your conscious mind, regardless of how old you are, to isolate a person, not invite anybody else in your class, but just these two girls, and then get in cahoots, lie to your parents, lie to the teacher, keep people away from your party. Oh my God, nobody likes me. These are the only two people that came. Oh, I love them so much. Isolate her, bang her head against the wall, and when that didn't work, talk your friend into stabbing her 21 times. But they said that was mental illness. But every time that might happen in Milwaukee County, everybody's ready to say it's not mental health. They're evil and they're criminals and they're animals. Lock them up. But those girls, matter of fact, they're both out now. And nobody said a word about it. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. Like I said, I, my personal thoughts on our, on our justice system, is it, is it always fair? No. Um, you know, that's, that's just my personal thoughts. So I, I don't know. All All I'm saying is, 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 is my only comment saying is I don't think it matters where he goes because our justice system isn't going to change in Racine. It's not going to change in Milwaukee and it's not going to change in, in Waukesha. It's, it's going to be the same no matter where he goes. Is what I'm saying. I don't think so. I disagree. But thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Thank you. 833-212-1017 is the number. Is Daryl Brooks going to get a, a, well, let me throw a few caveats in there. If he had a lawyer and there was a competent lawyer and competent jury, would he get a fair shake? What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017. There seems to be this built-in implicit bias that everybody has me included that says when a person gets in trouble um when it's when it hang on i'm looking for something when a person gets in trouble you only trust when people look like you and that's everybody A white defendant would trust only an all-white jury. A black defendant would only trust an all-white jury, all things being equal. But if all things were equal, then it wouldn't matter who the jurist was, right? You just take your lumps as they come. But many people don't believe that. I think people trust the criminal justice system because the majority of the criminal justice system looks like them. And it always works when it's in your favor. The same people that are complaining about Roe v. Wade and how terrible the court is and the court is 6-3 and all that, when Warren, when Justice Warren was on the court, when it was actually majority liberal, 
didn't complain at all. Oh, they loved it. Oh, my gosh, that decision you made was great, constitutional. We have a great democracy. Only when you disagree do we then turn it around. Oh, my God, it's terrible. It's racist. We, we need to you know, load more people on the court because we don't trust it. Well, which is it? Which is it? We keep talking out of the side of our mouth while we're holding a conversation. And it doesn't make any sense to me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Mr. Moore, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hey, Dr. Ken. How you doing, guys? Okay, okay, okay. Can you hey, Yes, I can. I can hear you. Oh, hey, buddy. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You, you pause right there, dude. I'm telling you, he's he's not getting a fair trial. It's not no, this is not going to happen. Really? Listen, I worked I worked through I worked through Walkershaw. You feel me? And you know, I, I, I might fish at the little dam they got. You know, they hear the conversations. They need to hang that that that. You know. So I mean, like who in Walkershaw? It's it's not that big. Everybody, that was the talk of the town. They stand around that monument just gapping, yappa, 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 yappa. And, I mean, and that's another thing. How can you pick people to be on a jury and they already discussing it? They ain't going to go to Big Ben, Muskego, to get uh, jurors. They ain't going to go to Pewaukee. And they can't even go to Pewaukee. They can't go to Okachi. They can't go to McGonagall. They can't go none of them places. But why not? So you don't. So you don't trust the system, or you don't trust the people. I don't trust. I don't trust the people. The system is broken because of the people that works the system. Like you, you was a a great officer. I oppose. You did everything that you were supposed to do by the book and by knowing what the streets are like. So that's that's understandable. You know that everything can't be done by the book. They are, uh, they are not a race that does things accordingly. They're evil. And by this guy, I saw a little of it, and they said they couldn't show the guy because he put his his suit coat over his head. All that made me think is, oh, my God, I feel I'm going to get railroaded. In his mind, I'm thinking that's what he was thinking. Yeah, but how would you and know that? Honestly, I don't know that. I'm just making assumptions. Okay. Because they didn't show it. They said they couldn't, they couldn't show that. Well, they're showing everything else. It needs to be moved. And you're right. He needs a jury of his peers. And I'm quite sure they go give him some time. But 100, 200, 300 years, that is just, that's just in there. But if he's found guilty and he killed eight people, would he be deserving of that? A life sentence. A life, a life, what? A life sentence is what? 25 years? Uh, no, 25 years is 25 years. A life sentence is a life sentence. So you're well, a life sentence is 25 years. 
No, no, it's twenty five years to right. life. But okay. but you but right. if they give you, you life, right. it's life. Okay. Well, fifty. I mean, what? How many was it? Uh, just like they done me. They didn't even, when my daughter got killed. They gave the guy twenty eight years. Okay. My daughter' life was more than twenty eight years. They didn't put no life on it. So, okay, the little kids, the the kids that was ran over, and the elderly people. How many more years they probably had to live? I I want to know what I want to know. But it's How not. But it's not year for year. You can't do it year for year. I mean, we're, we're talking. Oh, we're talking life. You're talking your quality of life. You're talking health. You're talking money. You're talking income. All those things play a part in in how you're going to get made whole if someone, yeah. you know, does something to you. You're right, and I didn't get made. Okay, well, I, I didn't. We didn't get made whole then at all. But let me get off me. Let's let's keep let's keep keep it to this. Now you don't been. I know you don't been to one of those. Uh, um, what is it? Uh, the the. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Not the Christmas one. This is another parade they be having in Walkershaw, and how they have it blocked off. I mean, before all this stuff happened, you literally have to drive around the city. Well, it's Milwaukee. I mean, um, Walkershaw, the city of Walkershaw. You have to drive around the city and go around the county of Waukesha to get on the other side when they have in those parades. Okay, but what does that have to do with this? How did he get into the inner part of that? They have video of him literally driving around the barricade. How did he get listen, okay. He drove like, around the ba- like what does that does that matter? No, Eight no, people no, are no, dead. No, no, yeah. So yes, I don't understand yes, does. why does that those matter? Those are very small streets. There are very small streets. So what are you saying? Are you saying that it's the city's fault that they didn't stop him or know that he was going to do that? No, I'm not saying it's the city's fault. What I'm saying is how did he get that far? He drove around the... They're not going to shoot a moving car. Now the car becomes... What? They they, they didn't shoot? No. They wasn't shooting? No. I had to go back and read, read, if they did, uh, it was after the car that, stopped. Uh, listen, listen. It was after the car okay. stopped. You don't shoot a car when it's moving because now if you kill the person and their foot is on the gas, the car now becomes a deadly weapon. Then that makes sense. Okay, if you if you shoot a person and they stop. Right. One officer did did gas, fire shots. Right. right. And then some knucklehead. Okay. Right. But you don't start shooting. Um, so there was one that I'm, did fire I'm shots, and I then he stopped. I, I saw somebody shooting at that guy. That's what I just said. I promise. That's what I just said. I saw it. But anyway, I got to run because we're a little behind. Thank you for calling, sir. Me. Well, I'm, you always I'm you always you call too late. Call early in the you. doggone show. You going to what? Did he just threaten me? I be working. I'm going to get you. Did he just threaten me? I'm going to get you. Mr. Moore just threatened me? I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I wish you would. Come on. Not violently. I'm talking I'm about food, that. dude. If you're going to get I'm, me, I'm bring me some you. food. That's all I'm talking about. We at the Avenue, oh, Dog City, right I, here. I, I sent y'all a text. 
I sent y'all a text about the lasagna. I would make. I ain't eat no lasagna. I can't eat tomatoes. I can't eat tomatoes, so I can't do lasagna. Thank you, Mr. Moore. I I appreciate your brother. Got a roll because we got commercials. We are so far behind. If if we don't, if no, no. See, I had to put him on hold because once he said squirrel, I was done. This is the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Seven is the number. So I just had to get my dance on. Um, Talking text line. Kind of blowing up a little bit. Um, Somebody asked uh, under Obama, how much did the debt go up? And so there are multiple um, calculations for the debt going up. And so if you ask, depending on who you ask, President Barack Obama added anywhere from $2.8 trillion to $9 trillion to the national debt. With such a big gap, you might be wondering who's lying. None of them, because there are three ways that you look at debt added by a president. First and most common, subtract the debt level when Obama took office from the debt level when he left. The second one, more accurate method, is to add together projected budget deficits. And the third method is the fairest of them all, but... Also, is most complicated. It just adds the deficits created by the president's specific initiatives. Like, um, what are we going to call it? Affordable Care Act, stuff like that, right? So with method one, the largest number calculated on how much debt in his two terms, when Obama was sworn in January 20th, 2009, it was $10.626 trillion. When he left office, it was $19.937 trillion. That's $9 trillion of debt. The second method, adding it up, is deficits by years. So when you add them up and all the things they added, it was $6.807 trillion. And then the third method, when you add it up, very specific policies, Congressional Budget Office, does that for all the presidents when you look at Department of Defense and defense-related agencies and Homeland Security and veterans and on and on and on and FBI and cybersecurity and going on and on and on using that same methodology. He added $1.3 trillion. Now, you can pick whichever one you want, whichever one that you think, but I think the easy, simplest way is simply before it was one, and after, it was another. That's not a negative against the president. That's not a, hey, we're bashing the president type thing. All right? It just is what it is. And so, under this president, it's even more, I would assume. And so, what are we going to do to ensure that we have 
what we need as it relates to making sure our children and our grandchildren and our children's children have what they need in order to survive. Because right now they're going to be paying a lot of tax. I'm going to be retired watching Netflix. I'm just saying. I mean, if Netflix is still around, I might be, I might be watching some bizarre thing. Who knows? Hey, just want to remind you, Greater Milwaukee Urban League President and CEO, Dr. Eve Halt, is going to be on in the 5 o'clock hour. And we're going to be talking about all sorts of things that have to do with the Urban League and the black and white ball. And Are you going, by the way? You going to the black and white ball? I'm going to the black and white ball, too. So I'll be there. Um, in a tuxedo? You going to wear a tuxedo, dude? Wow. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say I'm impressed. I got to see it. Dude, walk in with a T-shirt. That's it. I, I would not sit at the same table with you. I would not sit at the same table with you. Okay, so if, can I say that on the air? If you and DJ Brother Z are coming as dumb and dumber, who's dumb and who's dumber? I'll plead the fifth. I ain't going to do Brother Z like that on air. So that means he's dumber. <laughs> wow. That's mean. Hey, you're the one that has to wake up this morning and uh, do the, you know, the award-winning uh, morning show for the state of Wisconsin. So I'm going to let you jump in that hole. But I promise, I promise I will only toss maybe one, maybe two, you know, shovels of dirt in when you jump in. I'm just saying, just, you know, just, just to say I helped out. Say I brought you around. That's not mean, is it? You know what I mean? So make sure you hang around. Uh, Greater Milwaukee Urban League President and CEO, Dr. Eve Hall. What's going on in the city? What's going on around the city? And what can we look forward to in 2023? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris.